Today's reading is John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made, and without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify about the light, so that through him everyone might believe. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. The true light who gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of blood, nor of the desire or will of man, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out, saying, This is he of whom I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me, because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God, and is at the Father's side, has made him known. And this was John's testimony when the Jews of Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to ask him, Who are you? He did not refuse to confess, but openly declared, I am not the Christ. Then who are you? they inquired. Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you? We need an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? John replied in the words of Isaiah the prophet, I am a voice of one calling in the wilderness, Make straight the way for the Lord. Then the Pharisees who had been sent asked him, Why then do you baptize, if you are not the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? I baptize with water, John replied, but among you stands one you do not know. He is the one who comes after me, the straps of whose sandals I am unworthy to untie. All this happened at Bethany beyond the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, A man who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but the reason I came baptizing with water was that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John testified, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove and resting on him. I myself did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, The man on whom you see the Spirit descend and rest is he who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. The next day John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus walking by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God! And when the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following. What do you want? he asked. They said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come and see, he replied. So they went and saw where he was staying and spent that day with him. It was about the tenth hour. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard John's testimony and followed Jesus. He first found his brother Simon and told him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated as Christ. Andrew brought him to Jesus, who looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated as Peter. 
The next day, Jesus decided to set out for Galilee. Finding Philip, he told him, follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the same town as Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, the one the prophets foretold, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Can anything good come from Nazareth? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, Here is a true Israelite, in whom there is no deceit. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus replied, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Rabbi, Nathanael answered, You are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus said to him, Do you believe just because I told you I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. Then he declared, Truly, truly I tell you, you will all see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. This is God's Word. I have often puzzled over and even lamented John's use of the word word in John 1.1 to describe Christ. Now it's clear to me that John 1.1 and verse 14 indicate that Jesus is the word and therefore Jesus was God, as verse 1 puts it. But some people do not see that connection clearly. I have talked with enough of those kind of people that, at times, I wish John had written something else. I wish he'd written something like, In the beginning was the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Son and Spirit are one with the Father, and each of them is God. That phrasing would help us with the deity of Christ and the doctrine of the Trinity. But that's not what John wrote. Instead, he wrote, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Why did John use the title, The Word, to refer to Jesus? First of all, Jesus refers to the man, the human named Jesus. The Son of God was not called Jesus until he was born on earth. So it would be incorrect and improper for John to say, in the beginning was Jesus. Although John did want to establish the deity of Christ, that purpose, in this passage at least, was secondary to describing the function Jesus performs in the Trinity. By calling him the Word, John taught us that Jesus' role is communication. This is why he was the one who created in verse 3, and why he became flesh and made his dwelling among us, as verse 14 in the NIV puts it. Jesus did these things because his job, if you will, is to communicate, to reveal God. That's a very important role, because verse 18a says, No one has ever seen God. We know that Moses saw God, and that Isaiah saw a vision of God. Jesus himself said, Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father in John 14, verse 9. So what did John mean here in John 1, 18, when he wrote, No one has ever seen God? The answer is that no one has ever seen God in his essence, as he truly is, in his unobscured self. God is invisible, according to Colossians 1, 15. So anyone who sees him has only seen a manifestation of God, a presentation that God has chosen to make, not the true essence of God. No one has ever seen that, except Jesus. For verse 18 goes on to say, The one and only Son, who is himself God, and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. It would be impossible for us to know God, or understand a thing about him on our own. Unless God chooses to reveal himself, all we can do is see the result of God's existence, his creation and his power, not God himself. But God has chosen to reveal himself, at many times and in various ways, as Hebrews 1.1 in the NIV puts it. And Jesus is the ultimate expression of that. 
Want to know what God would say about anything? See what Jesus said about it. Want to know what God would do in any situation? See what Jesus did in that situation. Anything that is true about God is true about Jesus, because Jesus is God, and he came to reveal God to us. So give thanks for God's personal, powerful revelation of himself in our Lord Jesus Christ. And watch as we read through the Gospel of John to see what God reveals about himself through Jesus. If you found this devotional helpful, maybe you'd find it helpful to sign up and receive it every morning in your email. Go to dailypbj.com to sign up and subscribe for free. I'm also looking for financial support on a monthly basis, and if you'd be willing to consider that, please go to dailypbj.com support and look at the different tiers of support I'm offering there. Please share this with anyone who might be helped by it, and I'll see you next time. May God bless you. Have a great day.